Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Christian Brindle and welcome to the Everything Medicare podcast. What's up, everything, Medicare Podcast Nation? Hope you're having a great day wherever you are and however you may be listening. I hope that you're having a fantastic start to your November so far, and I hope you had a happy Halloween and a wonderful weekend. This is episode 118 of the Everything Medicare Podcast. My name is Christian Brindle. I'm your host, where every single week I bring you three podcast episodes where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. And um, today, folks, is not going to be a kind episode. Okay, I have a lot um, to get off my chest a little bit here. So when we're watching movies, okay, we and I assume most of, most of you that are listening enjoy watching movies of various different sorts. A lot of different movies have two different types of characters. You have typically your heroes and your villains. Heroes in one side of the coin, villains on the other. And they're typically two different people, two different viewpoints, um, primarily pushing against one another um, on a particular issue that they differ against. You know, maybe the villain um, is, you know believes it's okay to enrich himself by robbing banks and the hero doesn't think that. You know, that's a very um simplified version of things. A lot of movies are more complicated. I'm a movie fan myself. I enjoy um watching movies and I kind of get into the storylines if it's a good movie. And um in the Medicare world, in my opinion, it's primarily pretty similar. Now, the reason I say this is because there's good guys and bad guys. The bad guys don't always really look at themselves as the bad guys, right? The bad guys don't really always consider themselves a bad guy, you know, or a villain or that they're in the wrong or anything like that. Because from their standpoint, from their point of view, um, the where, however they may be looking at things from this certain perspective, depending on the storyline, depending on what's going on, depending on what their viewpoints are, whatever, they believe that they're in the rights and the villain is correct and and the hero is the bad guy and the hero is in the wrong from their point of view from their perspective and the reason why I bring this up to you is because the medicare world in my opinion is primarily pretty similar you know like the way that I've talked about agents on this platform before and um trust me I've been incredibly harsh on some brokers on this platform. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of really good agents out there nationwide. There's a lot of good brokers that know what they're doing. There's a lot of really dumb brokers, too. 
that don't really know they're dumb. They don't know what they do is dumb. They don't understand that um, their ignorance, their lack of experience, their lack of knowledge um, actually negatively impacts their clients and customers. And they wonder why they don't stay in the business and they wonder why they don't keep clients and customers. It's because from their standpoint that what they think they're doing is correct. Um, from the narrative that you probably have gotten from listening to my podcast over the last year and a half, if you listened to us from the beginning, you may have gotten the impression that, you know, these agents, you know, know that they're slippery, they're slimy, and there's some out there. There's some that are, you know, slippery, slimy, and they know it. Um, maybe an agent that only carries one or two companies or something like that, and you know, those exist, don't get me wrong, but for the most part, the agents that you got to watch out for don't even really know that they're the agents that you need to watch out for, in my opinion. Um, they don't know what you don't know. Right? They don't know what they don't know, and that's why they don't do. Right? And it's not a situation where, for the most part, a lot of these agents are out there, you know, like, you know, like, um, acting like, you know, sinister or a bad person or bad guy or gal or anything like that. And they're just intentionally giving you bad information. A lot of them actually think what they're doing is correct. Um, but the ones that act on this premise, that believe that they're the good guys in this particular story or in their particular story, that are naive to the fact that they're really the bad guys, similar to a villain in a movie, um, is, primarily speaking, you know, really transparent with what reality is. Speaking of movies, you know, my, my, my wife and I, um, about three weeks ago or so on a Sunday, which, you know, typically Sundays are the only day I get to spend with my family during this time of the year, the open enrollment period. I work Monday through Saturday all day, every day, and some weeks I end up working on Sunday too, but my wife and I went to go see um, the Joker movie with, with, with Joaquin Phoenix playing Joker. Now, I don't know how many of you have seen that movie or plan to see that movie or have heard about that movie. Um, I'm not encouraging it or anything like that. I'm just using it as an example. It's a movie that we went to go see. Um, from everything I heard about it, it's a very dark movie, a very kind of depressing movie, but it's it's a very well-made movie. The acting's really good, and I can appreciate things like that. So I, I, I wanted to go see the movie. So one thing that really, really jumped out at me when I was watching the movie is the story. And, I, and if, if, if you're a fan of, you know, these superhero movies and storylines and everything like that, then you'll probably follow this closer than others. And I won't spend a whole lot of time on this, but the... The story of this movie is basically talking about the Joker, the the, the villain um, of Batman's, his arch nemesis, um, and it and it kind of goes into detail about his origin story, kind of how he became the Joker, and kind of how he, you know, had a lot of things happen to him, and um, in his point of view, the way the movie dictates it, you could certainly understand why he thinks the way he thinks and why he believes that he's necessarily in the right. Because um, it's the story of a person that is very much beaten down by society. You know, mentally ill, can't get his medications anymore, um, lives with his mom, finds out his mom has, you know, um, badly hurt him throughout his life, and he's suppressed memories, and so on and so forth, right? He slowly descends into madness, um, 
And he has the viewpoint that I'm right. I'm fighting back against the system. He's wrong. He's not right. He's clearly the bad guy in the story. But it shows you from a different perspective of his point of view, which a lot of movies don't give you, and that's why I appreciated the movie. Now, do I really necessarily enjoy the movie? Not really. It's not my cup of tea because um, I don't really like movies that make me feel depressed when I'm walking out of the theater, and this movie certainly did that. But I use it as an example because, you know, there's a prime example of a person that's clearly, in everyone's eyes, a bad guy, the villain. It's crystal clear. What he's doing is wrong. But in his eyes, what he's doing is accurate, correct, ethical. Um, what he's doing is right, right? And a lot of these agents go about it the same way. The reason why I say this is because it's come to my attention more and more. And it's just absolutely disgusting to me. And I just want to make sure that we're taking the appropriate time to call these people out and make you aware of them. Um, is that an insurance, a lot of agents out there believe that their particular biases towards one insurance company or another dictate that there's no person on the planet Earth that should have a policy with this particular insurance company. So like, let's say there's an insurance company with a bad reputation, an insurance company that is necessarily has a reputation of being tough to deal with. But let's say, hypothetically speaking, we'll talk about Medicare Advantage for a second. This plan is the only plan that a person can see all their doctors in. They'd have to give up doctors that they desperately don't want to give up to keep this plan. Or let's say I have a client of mine that's with an insurance company that I don't particularly love. It's not my favorite insurance company, but I put my own personal feelings aside and we continue to recommend it for her. The reason being is because she's under tremendous amount of medications. Any other company in the state would cost her at least $3,000 more a year in prescription costs than this company would. So taking my preconceived notions, my dislikes of this company out of the equation. This plan covers all her doctors. She has low co-pays on this Medicare Advantage plan. She has really good benefits, lots of dental, lots of vision, um, and it's incredible on her on her specific medications. The formulary, it was basically made for her. Now, should I be telling this person that just because I don't particularly like this insurance company, or I think this insurance company is a little difficult, or whatever the case might be. Granted, she's been on it two years, never had an issue. Okay, so let me preface my comments by saying that. But if I don't particularly like the company as a broker, should I be trying to get her to change plans and pay $3,000 more for medications because I think she should? No! No, I shouldn't. This person... That's a client of mine, that's a client of ours for many years now, needs to be on this plan. Even if I don't necessarily like the insurance company. The point I'm trying to make, folks, is all plans, all insurance companies have a place for certain people. There's very, 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 very few um, insurance companies that absolutely no one should be on. I'm not going to go as far as saying that those don't exist, but... There's a different fit for everybody, okay? What have I always said? Medicare is not a one-size-fits-all situation. Every single person needs to be paired up with a plan that fits their needs specifically. Now, if two plans are close, will I recommend a plan that I think is easier to deal with than this particular plan? If they're close in benefits, close in drug costs, yes, I probably would take that approach for this with someone. 
But there are situations where it's overwhelmingly better for that person to be on that plan. They see it. I see it. Anyone with a brain would see it, except for some of these brokers. Stay with me after we take a break. I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to watch out for this enrollment period. These snakes exist. They don't even know they're snakes, but they exist. Don't go anywhere. After a word from Randy W. Hall, the Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, our sponsor, I will be back. We'll talk more about this. Don't go anywhere. Let's take a break. What's up, everybody? This is actually Randy W. Hall, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, not Christian Brendel, your esteemed host. I'm here to tell you about my Medicare agency, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, based here in Tennessee. For the past 10 years, I've been helping Medicare beneficiaries just like you in Tennessee and Kentucky maximize their Medicare. If you're a regular listener of this podcast, you know Christian always encourages you to deal with a broker in your state who sells all the different plans and will give you not just a quote, but also advise you and educate you in a way that is simple to understand. We know how confusing and overwhelming the whole process can be. We do it all for folks on Medicare, from supplements to Advantage plans, Part D, cancer products, hospital indemnities, and more. So if you want to get a free quote or a consultation, I urge you to call 615-578-5174. Again, that's area code 615-578-5174. Or for more information, you can visit my website and read all about me at MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. That's all one word, MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. And again, why deal with a jerk? when you can deal with a nice guy. Welcome back, everybody. This is segment two of three of this episode of the Everything Medicare podcast. I hope you enjoyed that message from Randy W. Hall, the Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, working with people in the states of Tennessee as well as Kentucky. Okay, folks. So let's get back into this and let's discuss kind of what I'm talking about. It's come to my attention, and I knew these people were out there, but I guess I just needed a reminder. There are people nationwide, but not just in places far away from my own. There are people in my own market that have the opinion that If it's a primarily company with a bad reputation, no matter how good of a fit it appears on paper for them, they should never, ever, ever get that plan. They should pay this. The the example I gave you in segment one, the client of mine should pay an extra $3,000 a year in her prescription costs just to, you know, because it makes her feel more comfortable. Thank God that she's not her agent. She'd be screwed. Okay. Um, And there's a lot of agents like this. You want to avoid these people. You want to avoid agents that Take their own personal feelings into the equation when making decisions on your health care. They need to take their personal feelings out of the equation and make recommendations that they don't particularly like to make. I do it all the time. Do I, do I recommend plans that I think are difficult to every single client of mine? No! Of course not. It's like a very small percentage, and I only do that if it's a perfect fit for them. Or any other option would be tremendously um, in their disfavor. And we make sure that we have a conversation about it. I let them know that, hey, this company is available. 
they have a better reputation. I think they have better customer service. Um, I think they're an easier company to deal with. However, they would cost you X amount of dollars more in your medications. Their copays would be higher. You'd need referrals, whatever the case might be. Okay. There's not every single plan is going to be a fit for every single person. Okay. No, how, no matter how popular it is locally, no matter how good it's worked for your freaking neighbor. Um, and I can't believe I even have to say this at this point, but you need to be incredibly careful of these snakes. They are the villains in your story, in your Medicare journey. And you need to stay away from somebody that's not willing to make a recommendation that's best for you because of their own personal feelings. It's vital, It's vitally important, folks. The, 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 the title of this episode is Why Picking a Bad Agent Can Set You Back Years on Your Medicare. It's a fact, okay? If you take a lot of medications, you need to make sure that that is being compared, okay? Um, and there's places that anybody can compare it. A monkey, a monkey could do it, you know? Um, and some of these agents act like it's so complex. They just are uninformed. They're not educated. They just, they're not going to make it in the business, point blank. A year or two from now, all these people won't be around. But if you sign up with them now, you'll be stuck um, paying, paying the debts of their faulty advice, for years, okay, and they won't be around to be held accountable for it because they're going to be out of the business, okay, um, I had Cody Askins on this podcast earlier on in the year, Cody is um, a person that trains insurance brokers for a living, he he works with people, he does seminars, he's a very, very good person in the insurance industry that helps, you know, agents be better at what they do and more effectively help the customers and consumers, Cody has always said, and I've seen it, I've seen the numbers fluctuate depending on the source, but Cody says 92% of insurance brokers are out of the business in three years. That's a, that's a statistic. That's a fact. Okay. 92%. I've seen some sources where it says 95%. Point blank, there's an upward of 90% chance that any broker you work with that's been in the business under three years is not going to last to see it forward their work that they're doing with you. If you pick an agent this enrollment period that isn't telling you everything, you're in a world of trouble. How can you possibly know if an agent's lying to you about how long they've been in the business? Well, it's incredibly simple. You can go to your particular state insurance department's website, look them up by name, and you can see exactly when they got their license. That's where I would start. Um, ask questions about insurance companies you've heard about that are popular. See if they can show you books, documentation on this particular plan. If they can't, guess what? They don't have them. And even the companies that have bad reputations, a broker needs to have in their, in their repertoire to be able to offer to you. Otherwise, they're a terrible broker, not just the good companies. You need to have the bad companies too because sometimes a bad company for someone else will be a great company for you. And if your broker is just using their own personal feelings to determine, oh, this isn't going to be a good fit for you without even looking at it. It could be a perfect fit for you and you might never know it. Not everyone has the same experience with every insurance company, folks. Certain people have niche needs. You might be one of those people. You, you want to work with a broker that understands that, that's sensitive to your needs, that's experienced enough, that's knowledgeable enough to know that different situations require different fits. 
on your plans. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Medicare is not a one-size-fits-all situation. And it's vital that you get this. It's vital because this is the number one lesson I can teach you on this podcast about Medicare. If you can't grasp that topic, that you need something picked out, handpicked out, I should say, for you, then you're just going to be one of those people that flock to a popular plan without knowing anything about it, without having it compared, without researching it, and you get in a, a world of hurt. I've seen it many, many times with people that have worked with other brokers, get screwed over by those brokers. They come to us and we kind of untangle their mess. Don't get yourself tangled in a mess this enrollment period. I, I encourage you, it's, 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 heed my words, heed my warnings. It's just very, very vital that you're getting good advice from someone that's been around, who's been around the block, that I can actually provide you with every company and has experience. You know, I've, I've, heard some, I've heard such asinine things from these mediocre brokers in my own market. And it's absolutely disgusting and shameful. And I, um, I, hope, I hope they're out of the business quick and in a hurry. Because it would, it, would, it would do every single person in the Medicare community a solid by them just getting out. Because they're doing all their clients a disservice, I'm sure. Don't go anywhere, folks. Let's take a break. I'll be back in segment three. I have some final thoughts I want to share with you on this. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to segment three of three in this episode of the Everything Medicare podcast. Thanks for sticking with me all the way to the end, and I hope this message resonated with you. Agents don't like, other agents, I should say, our competitors don't like how harsh I am on this kind of stuff. I'm incredibly harsh. I'm probably a little over the top about it, to be, to be honest with you, but to me, it's that important. I've seen so many people just get tremendously screwed over excuse my terminology, by just working with somebody that's just a numbnuts, that doesn't know any more about their Medicare than they do. Um, but they put on a face, they have a car salesman mentality, and they push someone into something because they make a bigger commission or whatever the case might be, or they're just ignorant. You know, they're just ignorant. They just they're just don't have the experience to kind of see it through. And we can tell by people's responses, opinions, whatever, um, their track record on if they're going to last in this business. And I can tell you a lot of these people that I've observed will not be here in a year to two years. I'd put money on it. So just keep it in mind. Make sure that you're being incredibly careful this enrollment period. Working with a good agent opposed to a bad agent can make a world of difference in your life. Okay. We've had clients that have come to work with us, a lot of them over the years, that just 
you know, they're like, it's just so different working with you guys, working with our organization. Um, my, my previous person was never there. Um, they didn't explain things like you do. They don't um, take the time of day to work with us on the, on the ser- customer service side of things year-round. Um, that's what you should be looking for in a broker. Someone that's one, knowledgeable, two, willing to give you some of their time, three, carries all the companies, four, integrity. And not all agents have all four of those things, okay? Folks, as always, thank you so much for tuning in, listening to me all the way through the end. As as you know, we are in the Medicare enrollment period. If you need help with your Medicare this enrollment period and you live in the states of Utah, Idaho, Oregon, Florida, and Texas... Utah, Idaho, Oregon, Florida, and or Texas. I'd love to be able to talk with you. Let us compare your plan this enrollment period to see if there's anything better if you feel like there's a need. My number is 801-255-5340. Our office number, again, is 801-255-5340. Give us a call. Let's chat. I'd be more than happy to talk with you and see if there's anything that we can do to help you. And if I offended anyone on this episode... Um, like maybe some other brokers that are listening that maybe I described their characteristics to a T. Sorry, but I'm not sorry. Shape up. Help your clients better. You'll be better off for it, and the clients will be too. Have a great day, folks. I'll be back soon. Take care.